back in France. Pretty much exactly a year later, the market seems to be hot over there. Obviously, they have some great fighters. Uh, we will see some of them uh, on this card. I'll be breaking down the main card, providing free picks, liens, price talk, and what to avoid. Systemsportscapping.com is the website. Client card is out Friday after the weigh-ins. We're going for seven straight profitable client cards, guys. Also, NFL is one week away, guys. Announcement. Futures betting card is now up on my website. Thank you to everyone who already has jumped on it and purchased it. There are a handful of you guys that have. Uh, the NFL full season package is also available uh, over there. If you just bet NFL or if you just want the futures uh, along with the you know weekly bets from all sports, that is available uh, for you guys. Different packages, different shapes and sizes. Proven long-term winner in the market year after year, guys, either through free, free plays or client subscriptions. System capping on all social medias. Give me a follow uh, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. That's where I'm most active. I give free picks out there. Sports betting news, sports news, and more. I think I'm a great follow over there. UFC Singapore recap. Let's do a quick recap here. Perfect free card and profitable client card. Uh, what a special moment, right, with Korean Zombie. I think that was the highlight of this whole card. The Korean Zombie walkout. Uh, to the zombie by Cranberries, and then how he left the ring. Even though he didn't win the fight, you know, it would have been historic if he won the fight. But just how they treated him over there in Asia, obviously technically fighting at home. A lot of Korean fans went over there, and it gave me goosebumps personally. Now, I'm a big fan of Korean zombie. I've been a UFC fan for a long time, which means you've watched a lot of zombie fights. And, you know, it was nice to see in there. This is why he's respected so much. When he goes out and fights, hint, the zombie... Just comes forward, looks for finishes, looks to bang, uh, willing to take a shot. Um, and also, he look at the fight that he asked for. He asked for this fight to be his last fight. Come on, guys. <laughs> who's asking for Max Holloway to be the last fight and Max still in his prime? Who Who's asking for that? A guy like Korean Zombie. That's why he's respected so much. How can you hate the guy? I don't think there's one person that hates him. Right, him and Holloway both. I, I guess some people may hate Holloway. I don't know, but Zombie's a guy you just cannot hate. Well respected. Love to see it. Love to see the video of uh, him walking out and leaving. They played his music when he left too uh, and retired. So that was that was amazing. Uh, Max was grateful for fighting him. Obviously, different levels uh, at this point in their career as well, right? Um, you know, I give respect for Zombie trying to come forward and finish the fight. Uh, I did see. It possibly going all five rounds, right? There was some value there with Max Holloway at plus 160 or plus 170 uh, to win by decision. Uh, but Zombie went for it, right? He could have lost a five-round fight, just played it safe, but why, right? So <laughs> he just decided that he lost the first. I, I think if the first two rounds were close, but he lost both of them, right? If it was a closer type of fight, um, he was 
hanging in there at times, but he got hurt multiple times, right? But he was throwing back. He did catch Max with some big shots, but obviously Max can take a hell of a punch, right? So that was never going to be uh, a path for a Korean Zombie. You would have had to try somehow win a decision, maybe mix in some rat wrestling and grappling, but he did not go there. Um, just, just happy uh, for both guys, but obviously Max, the only guy he's losing to is, is Volk, right? He, he is the best fighter in this division besides Volk. I would love to see him against Taporia before Taporia gets that step up in uh, to the title. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen due to the time off. And obviously it looks like uh, Taporia is going to get uh, Volk next. So um, yeah, what's next for Max? That's a big question. I don't know. I think they should give him money fights. He deserves it. Uh, but we will definitely see what happens there. Hit another two-fight parlay for clients uh, with my two favorite money line plays, Blanchfield. Uh, and Santos goes the distance, and Giga were my two favorite bets uh, that I was able to get decent price on. Uh, good return uh, for Giga after the layoff. Caceres put up a fight, right? He's very awkward and hard to fight on the feet, but if you're going to get in a kickboxing match against Giga, you'll probably lose if it's a three-round fight. Uh, and the Blanchfield fight, you know, I expected that to go uh, all three rounds, and I expected Blanchfield to continue to chain wrestle even though she struggles to get the fight down the ground, she did. Santos was strong. Blanchfield was able to just kind of control uh, the grappling and wrestling and uh, win that way. It wasn't impressive. It was a boring fight, but I expected her to win that way if she did. Uh, obviously, on the feet, it was even on the feet, which I expected and did mention to you guys. Uh, but yeah, Blanchfield was the play there, and the fight to go the distance I liked even more. Weekly update, 67% UFC. Average line plus money, guys. 56 and 28. Keep that in mind. Right, you may see, you may see some other guys out there. They're betting minus two fifty three hundred. I don't count those unless it's a two fight parlay. Right, two fight parlays. I put those together uh, and get plus money. It counts as one bet. Uh, this is mostly plus money or lower money favorites. Minus one twenty. You know, minus one fifty at most. I'll go up to uh, at times, um, which is rare. But average is plus money here. Seventy percent two fight parlays and plus sixty seven point four long term guys. Remember, I'm a one unit better mainly, uh, 0.5, um, and very small, smaller units as a structure, and that's why I'm able to capitalize and profit each year. PGA off for three weeks, guys. Keep that in mind. I love their breaks, PGA, right? PGA and UFC, this is why I love handicapping, because their breaks are very minimal, right? You don't have other sports off for months and months. PGA, UFC, they don't have their long breaks. How else do you finish a big year but win back-to-back -back outrights on Hovland to end the year, right? What a year for myself and clients, 11 outrights, just under 28,000 in the outright market in ticket value, guys. Okay, Grillo plus 8,000, Harmon plus 11,000 were the highlights, 67% matchups on the year, prop market very profitable long-term, 86.3 units. It was just, it was my best PGA season I've had. Uh, since handicapping the PGA. Uh, it has been great uh, for me, obviously, the outright market, but also in the prop market, right? You want to focus larger units in the prop market um, to profit long-term. Outright market, like I mentioned, you can go cold uh, for a month or two. Happy here, you know, I hit 11, so I didn't have that cold streak, but at times in years, you are going to have cold streaks, but when you hit big tickets like plus 8,000, plus 11,000, you know, I'm good for months and months if I don't hit an outright. So it's key to catch those bigger outrights when they do win. They don't win when often, right? That plus 1,100, um, 11,000, sorry, that I hit on Harmon, 
that was the biggest outright of the year that I'm aware of. I think there was another one at the same price or maybe plus uh, 10000 I have to look at that. Um, but it was the biggest outright uh, and I was able to catch that. Let's hear from my friend Kristen before we get into this card. The NFL season is around the corner, and for you sports bettors out there, let's be honest, you probably need a little bit of help beating those books. System Capping is a proven long-term winner against the sports betting market in multiple sports. He's built a worldwide clientele due to his high winning percentage over the years. Be sure to click the link on the bio down here to check out his profile, and you can also find out his resume, client comments, podcasts, Gun and subscription versus Spivak. Like I always say, guys, shop around, have multiple books. Get the best proper price out there. Gone, minus 170 versus Spivak, plus 145 round main event. Gone is fighting at home, right? Obviously coming off an ugly loss last time out against John Jones, though, the greatest of all time, where he got exposed in the wrestling and grappling department again. We saw it against Francis, and now we saw it again versus John Jones. Gone has lost two of his last three fights, but against the best heavyweights in the world. So we can't, you know, <laughs> dox him too much for that. You know, I get... And Jones, Jones and Francis just took advantage of the wrestling. They didn't want to stand and bang with him because God is one of the best in the world at just standing, kickboxing, and point fighting. So what he did, he wrestled, and both those guys just wrestled and showed where his weakness was. And obviously, that's what Spivak is going to want to do here. Spivak has won three straight with notable wins over Derek Lewis and Sakai. And when he did step up in competition, it was a loss to Aswell in the first round. Right, big resume difference between the two. Spivak hasn't fought uh, this level of guy even close to God, right? Um, he has wins, all his wins are fairly low level guys. Uh, so no secret though, like I mentioned, what Spivak wants to do here, get this fight down to the ground and wrestle. Get this fight down to the ground and wrestle. Spivak is a very solid wrestler with over five takedowns per 15. This is what he does, guys. Right, this is what he does. Um, Gon's takedown defense obviously is not good at 45%. Um, that is not good. And the question here is how better has Gon's takedown defense gotten in what? Six to eight months. Uh, and probably training for this fight for the past three. But I do expect after that John Jones fight, what he went right away, brought in some good wrestlers to, to wrestle with. It, ha it had to be. He doesn't need to stand and bang and train and get better on the feet. He is light years ahead of Spivak on the feet. Spivak is not good on the feet. There's a big difference here. But then you can say Spivak has a big wrestling advantage as well, right? So it's just that striker versus wrestler matchup. That's what we see here. Standard that you see time and time again. And yes, obviously there is some concern if you're going to bet gone. You're going to be worried. Can he get up? Right? We've seen Spivak get guys out of the ground. They haven't got up, right? Even the Derek Lewis fight, Derek Lewis did get up. Uh, multiple times there you're just going to be worried the whole time can he stay on his feet <laughs> if you're betting this fight keep it on the feet gone hurt Spivak early on the feet right five rounds is going to favor gone this is going to favor gone Spivak we've never seen in a five round fight keep that in mind so if gone could keep this on the feet pick him apart hurt him on the feet yes he wins this fight fairly easily but the big question is, can he keep it on the feet? And when he gets taken down, which I do think he probably will, unless he hurts him very early, can he get up from that? And, you know, I do think the training was heavily focused on it the past uh, four or five months, whenever he started doing it. And I do think there's some improvement, but like how much can you improve wrestling in that time span? Not a ton, right? Spivak, heavy guy, expect to try to just lay on him, get a TKO or a submission finish. He does have a lot of submissions as well. So that's what's going to scare me here. 
even though I'm gonna lean for video purposes and gone, probably won't make my client card. Um, if I do think he wins the fight, it's probably by finish, uh, just because we haven't seen Spivak go that far. And if Spivak wrestles, wrestles early and doesn't get a finish, how do you think Spivak's gonna look later into the fight? He's gonna be gassed out. So if Gon could avoid a TKO or a submission finish, he can prolong this fight and I think get a later stoppage in the third, fourth, fifth round. That That is a possibility here. I have a hard time seeing it go all five heavyweights. You know, if you if you bet heavyweight fights not to go all five, you're doing very well. Obviously, you probably paid a, a big price on those. But how many heavyweight fights main event go five rounds? Not a ton. Yes, there are a few with gone. There are a few with gone that have gone all five rounds. Keep that in mind. Um, so if there was a fighter that could go all five rounds, it would be gone. But Spivak's style is for him to get tired, right? He's going to be tired wrestling early if he doesn't get a finish. So very hard for me to see this go five rounds. That would be my favorite player. Obviously, you got to pay up for that. I lean gone due to fighting at home, having the big striking advantage. Spivak has been hurt on the feet before we have seen. Um, but back of the head, I'm thinking that takedown defense at 45%. He got dominated in the wrestling department, back-to-back fights there. Uh, two out of three, well, he beat Tui Vasa. That was also a close fight on the feet. Keep that in mind, right? Tui Vasa was able to bang there, uh, but then he ended up getting hurt uh, on the feet. That's what's keeping me to, you know, bet this currently foregone for clients. That minus 170, not terrible fighting at home, but that wrestling is the back of my head, the takedown defense is the back of my head. So probably from a side standpoint, I'm going to stay off this. Video purpose is going to be gone um like the fight not to go all five rounds that probably be my favorite play in the main event co-main Faro, minus 170 versus thug rose plus 150 look who is back one of my favorite fighters in women's mma ever rose has returned so happy for her you know i was worried she might not return after all the backlash she got uh the year off right that last fight that was probably the worst fight in mma history one of them up there with um Israel and Romero remember that fight very similar that's what happened right uh, in that fight just very very um slow nothing happened both girls scared to pull the trigger Rose just did nothing because she was worried about the takedowns you can't fight like that you can't you just can't fight like that we've seen Rose return actually in a grappling match she lost to Robinson uh, Robertson in, in that match um, she will have a grappling advantage, I think, here. However, there are some concerns. You know, anytime I see Thug Rose at plus money, my eyes light up. But let's look at it realistically here. Fighting on the road, year off, moving up a weight class. That, that's the big thing here. That's where I'm a little worried. You usually fight at straw weight, right? This is to fly weight. For Rose, going to be the bigger girl. Now, this is something where I always say this is why I make bets for clients after weigh-ins. Very important to do that. Um, sometimes, sure, you could miss out on a little value, but lines don't move that much, guys, let's be honest. Uh, but you also could get caught on weigh-ins, right? Someone misses weight, doesn't look good at cut. Um, the fights just get totally scrapped at, point, at some point. And also the size difference. And this is very important to see how bigger Faroe will be. Thug Rose, I know she's been lifting more weights and she's been eating more. She even said it. I've been watching uh, some of her training she does look slightly bigger, but I want to see the difference when they are next to each other. Because Thug Rose pass, I think, would actually be to try to grapple and get this fight down to the ground. The issue is Faroe has very good takedown defense at 83%, 84%, guys. 
So that's why I don't think Thug Rose is going to have the opportunity to really get this fight down to the ground. I think if you if this fight stays standing, kickboxing style, I do think it favors Faro due to her distance game is very good. And, you know, Faro could even mix out mix in the takedown here and there as well. Uh, so Thug Rose, let's be honest, not known for wrestling, guys. Not known for takedown. Yes, she can grapple. She, can, she has some good offensive wrestling. But she's not known really to get fights down to the ground. And with Faro's takedown defense and her being the bigger fighter, I have a hard time seeing her do that. So if this fight's going to stay on the feet for three rounds, I expect to be close. I expect to be close, but Faro notching it out uh, on the judges' scorecards. I like the fight to go over two and a half rounds. I like for it to go to the distance, decent prices out there, uh, if you like that. Um, but I just can't get the Thug Rose. Not enough meat in the bone at plus 150. And the return year off, what does she have left? The mind games, uh, how well is she doing mentally uh, coming back into this fight? There are a lot of concerns with Thug Rose. And obviously, moving up the weight class is the biggest concern. Watch the weigh-ins for this one. Uh, the lean is for all for video purposes. But I really like this fight to go the distance and over the two and a half rounds. St. Denis minus 163 versus Moises plus 135. Another French uh, prospect who we have seen multiple times now in the UFC. He's on a three-fight win streak. All finishes. A big win last time out versus Bonfim. He was an underdog in that fight. I stayed away from it. Wish I did back uh, St. Denis. Bonfim was highly rated though. Uh, I did stay away from that. St. Denis very strong, well-rounded, and he has power. He can wrestle. He can get the fight down to the ground if needed. He has a submission game, but he does have power on the feet, and he brings the fight. He's willing to get hit to lay a hit, uh, and he's a, actually an entertaining fighter, guys. You know, I have Danine as a better striker with the power advantage. I do think he can wrestle and find some takedowns as well, but grappling, you know, you got to lean Moise, uh, Moise because of the black belt, and, you know, how he gets wins is by submission. He has a ton of submission wins. Don't think he can submit the knee, um, but if it does get to the grappling, I think it's fairly even, maybe even lean Tiago. Um, how I could see you know this fight playing out is um, probably Saint Denis keeping this fight standing and just hurting him on the feet or winning in that department. You know Tiago Moyes is not a great stand-up fighter. He wants to get the fight down to the ground, right? Moyes is on a back-to-back -back win streak here against very low-level guys. All right, both by submission. Keep that in mind. Um, just three fights ago, Alvarez finished Moises by TKO. Uh, remember that uh, on the feet. Um, let's look at some of the numbers here. Moises, like, he's very low volume, right? Low volume, 2.4 strikes landed per minute. That is not good, guys, compared to St. Denis, right? St. Denis, a lot higher volume. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. He's fighting at home as well. The price isn't terrible. Um, and, so, and also, uh, Moises, 1.5 takedown is not great as well. It's not like he's known for taking guys down. Uh, Danae's takedown defense, 83%, guys. Um, and has his own 3.8 takedowns per 15. It's kind of telling you everything here. Uh, I have to go with St. Denis. Shop around. I think there's some minus 150s out there. This is just a generic market price at 163. I'm going to have to back St. Denis. I would lean finish, but I wouldn't be surprised if it goes all three. I don't have an outcome bet here. Um, but I am going to back St. Denis fighting at home. I like his style versus Moise. Uh, Moise likes to beat, submit guys. I don't see St. Denis getting submitted. He does have a good ground game. Uh, so play will be St. Denis. Probably will make my client card as well, guys. Ozdemir, minus 175 versus... 
Guskov, 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 plus 150. Ah, this is a little bit scary, right? Ozemir, obviously veteran, been around, back to back losses. He has three out of actually three out of four fights, uh, all losses, but against the top of the guy, top level guys, and three actually have been by decision, uh, which is strange. Uh, usually before in his career, his fights didn't go that long. Uh, losses over Krylov, Ankalov, and Yuri Prohaska, guys. <laughs> the best, you know, some of the best guys in this division, right? Very tough guys. Goskov's making his debut. He's fighting gas, fighting cans uh, in a regional scene, in a Europe regional scene called MMA Series. I don't know much about it. Uh, I did watch quick tape on him. He just finishes guys early. First round finishes uh, for the most part. Uh, but who is he fighting? Nobody's. Keep that in mind. Ozemir, he's a veteran. Right, he's been in there with everyone. Guskov's going to come and look for a first-round finish. No secret about that. Ozemir's going to know this. So, you know, obviously Lean's going to be Ozemir. I can't bet it at minus 175. Uh, this could be an upset. We have seen Ozemir hurt before from a guy that could throw heavy. Um, and, you know, Guskov, all of his fights have been either first-round finish or finish. He doesn't even have a few submission wins. So... This is a fight that I'm going to pass on, even though I do lean Ozdemir. I could see a finish also in this fight, this fight not to go all three rounds due to Gusko bringing the fight. He's going to bring the fight. He's going to try to look for a finish, which is could be good for him, but could also be bad. So I don't see it going all three rounds, even though Ozdemir has been three of his last four to decision. Um, I could see uh, this fight ending um, within you know a few rounds. So lean's going to be Ozdemir. I'm not going to bet it. I suggest you don't as well. Um, we don't know if those, if this guy's just actually really that good or these guys are just really that bad that he's fighting, right? Keep in mind. And obviously, Ozdemir Volkan has some mileage on him, guys. How much does he have left? We'll find out in this fight. Another fight here, it's France versus France. After this, guys, the card is very watered down. Um, it's very low level. Low level, like European scene type of fights. So this is the last fight I'll uh, break down here. I think there's one more on the main card. This could be the opener. Uh, hasn't been too clear. First France versus France matchup. Um, Guillaume, uh, I really don't know how to pronounce his first name. Giannis is moving up in weight. So keep that in mind. The the underdog at plus 215, big price. Because uh, Gomi's not no world beater. When I first saw this line, minus 250, oh, I'm, there's value on anyone at minus 250 against Gomez. I don't like Gomez. I don't think he's a great fighter. He is 2-0 in the UFC, sure, but against very low-level guys, and both fights were super close. Split decision and a majority decision draw type of fight. So, Gomi should have a wrestling advantage here, I get that. And um, the weight class difference. He's going to be bigger. So that's why I get the plus money. That's why I can't get to the underdog here. Um, I think Gomi's probably just wins a close fight due to his takedowns. Uh, he is very low, low volume, guys. Under 2 under two significant strikes landed per minute, Gomez. So, right, <laughs> it's just a guy you can't back at this price. Right, he's not going to have a home fighting advantage. Uh, you know, he's going to come in, you know, thinking he's fighting at home. This is a big shot. He probably wouldn't be on a UFC card if it wasn't for fighting in France. So keep that in mind as well. Um, it's just the Gomez going to have a wrestling advantage here. I think he he relies heavily on that uh, to get the win. Uh, but at this price, I cannot bet. I wouldn't call you crazy uh, if you put a small unit on the underdog here. At this price, shop around, maybe even get a better price. Uh, but yeah, I'll be staying away from this fight. 
Um, probably goes decision over two and a half rounds. Uh, but Gomez will be the play for video purposes due to the wrestling advantage and size difference. Remember, his opponent is coming up in weight just to get on this card. That will do it, guys. That will do it. Busy week. I got the uh, NFL seasonal preview coming out tomorrow. Look out for that. Look out for that. I get you ready for the NFL season. Um, not the greatest card here, of course. Got a couple top-heavy fights that I'm looking forward to, though. And I'm also looking forward to St. Denis, see if he can make that a step up, continue his winning streak over in his home country. That will do, guys. Like I always say, bet smart and know your limits. Take care.